One of the challenges right now is that people have a difficult time envisioning good things to come for our nation or for themselves at the moment. It, it can be hard to see exactly a clear picture of good things to come. For our nation, which at the moment is pretty evenly split politically, the potential outcomes on November 3rd are kind of like 50-50. 50-50 things will be okay or things will be devastatingly bad. It doesn't matter which side you are on politically on the spectrum. The outcome on November 3rd will be kind of a binary between good and bad as people see it, depending on where they're at, red or blue. What that means is that half of the nation will be triggered into at least a low-level depression on the morning of November 4th, and that's just a political reality. If Vice President Biden is elected, then those who voted for President Trump will feel at the very least uneasy. And if President Trump is reelected, those who voted for Vice President will be, well, I think for many of them, it will be wholesale depression. So it is somewhat difficult to envision good things to come. And that's just on the political front. The other day I saw this on social media. And I think it accurately illustrates the feeling of a lot of people right now. Politics is just one of a half dozen different things that people are bearing, holding on to right now. With many challenges that we are currently facing, we can feel a little burdened. Now, normally when you face challenges, you can typically see the proverbial light at the end of the tunnel. In most seasons of my life, I've come into challenging situations with the mindset, well, I can do anything for three months, or it's only a half a year, I can handle this. The fact that we can see the finish line normally makes the challenges that we go through at least a little less challenging. But with things like COVID-19 and some of the directional forces in our nation, there can be a foreboding sense that things are not good and don't appear to be getting better very quickly. And that for a lot of people is depressing. And social media and the corporate news media don't in any way help that kind of foreboding sense that people have. It just amplifies that sense of foreboding. When I was in high school, the church that I was a part of was very much focused on the end times, what Christians call eschatology. So it was pretty standard fare to hear about the rapture of the church and the Antichrist and the tribulation and the second coming and all of that stuff. And we were basically taught that we were living in a pre-apocalyptic scenario. And at any moment, everything could go fully nuts. But before it did, we're going to have more and more wars and rumors of wars and earthquakes and famines and diseases and persecution. All of that was like a typical Sunday when we would gather together for youth group when I was in high school. Now, full disclosure, I, I now pastor the church that I grew up at. But we, we don't talk about all that stuff in the same way or near as much as we did when I was in high school. And that's not because I don't necessarily believe in those things. I believe in the second coming of Christ. Historically, Orthodox, and when I say Orthodox, I mean like lowercase o Orthodox, meaning faithfully believing Christians have believed that Jesus will one day return. And 
the kingdom of God will overtake the kingdoms of this world. Or to put it in biblical speak, reading from the last book of the Bible, the book of Revelation, the kingdoms of this world will become the kingdoms of our Lord and of the Messiah, the Christ. The belief is what Christians have held on to for a very long time. And this belief is why Christians, as Jesus instructed us to do, have prayed for centuries, your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So back to a little bit of eschatology. I grew up thinking that we were always basically five minutes to midnight. Everything was about to go haywire. But right before it did get really, really bad, we, the faithful ones, we were going to be snatched out, raptured. And the anticipation and expectation of that snatching away would increase when things would get crazy in the world. Tension in the Middle East? Get ready. A peace deal in the Middle East? Ooh, that's a sign too. The other political party gaining ground. Look up for your redemption is coming close. It's drawing near. Increased terrorism. Rapture time. One world government. Cashless society. War. Peace. The list goes on and on. All these things and many more were a sign or signs of the time. And, you know, that's all well and good. I get it. I'm not even going to really take issue with those things. I think that you know, the Bible does describe in places like the Olivet Discourse, Matthew chapter 24, Jesus speaks about things seemingly increasing over time. But one thing started to gnaw at me as I would look in depth into these things. Every time something bad would happen in the world, there would almost be an excitement and a gleam in the eye of some of the Christians that I knew and some of the Bible teachers that I respected. And I didn't like that. It, it seemed like there was almost a, a, a weird joy over chaos. And there was also kind of an increasing pessimistic, pessimistic darkness that seemed to be the focus of a lot of people, the people that I loved and cared for. And then I would read the scripture and I would realize that Christ came as high priest of good things to come. Hebrews chapter 9 says he came as the high priest of good things to come. And I started to realize that the things in a broken and fallen world are always going to be punctuated with brokenness. But what Jesus, the high priest of good things to come, shows us is that we have hope for a much better future. So even in the midst of brokenness, the brokenness of a fallen world, we can have joy because ultimately we have an optimistic vision of the future. The future for the Christian is a renewed and glorious heaven and earth where there is no curse, no sin, no tears, no death, nor sorrow or pain. All the former things of brokenness will pass away. And I personally think that's a far better narrative, a far better story. And that is the story of scripture. And it's something to think about as you drink your coffee today. We'll see you next time.